0: Alrighty. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Creator Cups podcast, the show where we interview creators while enjoying a cup of joe. Whatever that cup of joe is for you, come enjoy it with us. I'm excited to get this show started, but first I wanna remind you to hit that subscribe button and I would really appreciate it if you'd leave a review for the show. Today we have the amazing, talented Rob Anzit with us today. And Rob is a new friend of mine, but his chill and relaxed attitude is one that's hard not to be drawn to. He has been a freelance commercial photographer since 2019. He has eight years in sales and marketing that helps him think, think about photography just a little bit differently. And his creative journey has taken him around the world. He's worked with brands like Sigma, Canada, Niagara Falls Tourism, Honda Canada, and GoRV. Just, rele- just this year, he released the 2023 Game Plan and Journal, How to Crush Your 2023 Year, where it helps creators plan their financial and weekly goals, action and task motivation, a weekly thankful journal, end of month review, and much more. Welcome to the show, Rob. How's it going today? good thank you for that interview I think I feel like you should
1: start off either my podcast or whatever videos I do for the future is just like I feel like that was an epic epic little intro so I appreciate yeah, just cut that here.
0: out from now on and use it on all yours too that's no problem because <laughs> you just started a podcast am I right so I did I did so I, I still have even figured out my intro I'm just kind of winging it and
1: uh just going with the flow as much as possible but I appreciate you Having me on your podcast and starting this venture as uh, as you do,
0: yeah, for sure. And I mean, let's be a little bit honest. I was a little bit uh, overwhelmed before the show. I was, I had you come onto an Instagram video call and and kind of help me through the last steps of trying to get you on the Zoom call. So I had pr- I had a bit of problem adding you to the Google meetings there. So I think it was the issue. So that's okay. It happens. I mean, every time someone either jumps on a Zoom call, even if
1: they've been doing it for the last two years during a pandemic there's still issues there's glitches there's technical difficulties so yeah. it's not to worry at all
0: cool i appreciate your patience so uh how are you today what's in the cup are you drinking anything uh with us today or i gotta ask
1: um a different kind of cup i guess you should say but yes. uh just water h2o h2o right here like two liters mandatory hey, every that. day
0: yeah you stay hydrated
1: yeah, it's a cup of coffee in the morning, a few teas during the day, make sure I'm hydrated water every time.
0: Awesome. All right, cool. That's good to hear. And we're going to start off this show with a bit of a rapid fire questioning. So uh, I have a list of 10 questions. I'm just going to rip them out real quick. And you just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. Yeah. So are you a morning or night person? Um, Morning. Uh, worst ice cream? Ooh bubble least, gum bubble bubble gun gun ice time. cream he does not like bubble gun ice cream hard no uh, what's your favorite now we're on to the favorite stuff what's your favorite pizza topping
1: oh i'm gonna say bacon
0: bacon oh that's a solid one you like the meat are you do so do you do the full meat lovers kind of thing or do you throw some veggies i mix on it them? up you know veggies yeah. are
1: great i do like a canadian uh nice. you know mushroom yeah. bacon what is it mushroom bacon pepperoni
0: yeah, that's solid. Can't go wrong yeah. with that. Get the yeah. mushrooms in there at least. See, yeah. I've been starting this new thing where I don't eat a lot of tomatoes, so I uh, I put tomatoes on my pizza. To... <laughs> that's me getting my veggies in, right? Just putting <laughs> a tomato on my pizza. Yeah. So, what's your favorite sports team? Ooh, um, I don't really watch sports,
1: to be completely honest with you, but I, I guess it'll have to be Toronto Maple Leafs, just because, or. You know what, being even more local, Tiger Cats, probably for football, um, just because I do watch them more than any other sport I I watch in general year. So, yeah, Tiger Cats.
0: And your favorite Canadian city besides the one you're from?
1: Oh. Uh, Well, I'm from St. Catharines. I'm going to say Niagara Falls for sure, um, just because the landmark has so much going on with it. But Toronto is up there as well, too. I do love – montreal i don't that's not really a city is it a city is montreal city yeah
0: well i don't know it's a huge city if it is
1: yeah it's a huge city right so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm gonna say three niagara falls toronto montreal
0: cool yeah i like niagara falls it's a lot of fun and we slowed down the rapidness of these a little bit but what's your favorite food what is your go-to food rob Ooh. if i
1: could eat anything i'm gonna say eggs
0: oh eggs So you don't miss a breakfast.
1: I don't miss a breakfast and I use the eggs probably throughout like lunch and dinner. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm an
0: egg eater too. So I feel you (laughs) on that. Cool. So that was awesome. Good way to get to know you a bit quicker. And uh, we'll keep it going with the first question I have for you is like, what was life like for you before a creator? What were you doing? Where did you grow up and what was young Rob like?
1: Young Rob. Um, uh, you know what? Young Rob was a buyer and seller. He would buy, when I was really young, I would buy the most random things that had a motor. So um, it would be like a lawnmower or a little dirt bike or something like that. I would fix it up, learn how it operated. And my dad would teach me a bit. I would clean it up. I would take awesome pictures of it. And then I would resell it for more money to make just a cool little cash flow project i guess you could say or, or a hobby um so young rob was definitely buying and selling weird things as a kid um but then i got you know more and more fascinated with uh with photography when, I, when my parents bought me um, a point and shoot camera i still have that camera up there somewhere up there yes. um my little canon camera and then um i think it as it you know, evolved, I got more into marketing and sales because I, I found a real passion with that. Um, marketing and sales for probably five years as so where, a marketer. Where
0: did you start that?
1: Yeah, good, great question. Um, so Niagara College, um, went to school for Niagara, uh, to Niagara College as uh, through sales and marketing. Um, and then I went to Australia for two years to get my BA in marketing. So I have a mm-hmm. bachelor's in marketing. Um. And throughout that process, I was still buying and selling, but bigger items. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I got my first job as a marketing manager uh, for an RV dealership out in Smithville, a little small town called Smithville, for four years. Um, I did everything from YouTube videos, so, so filming YouTube videos, um, publishing them, um, radio like jingles. I created my own jingle with them. Um, email campaigns. I was basically I had a multi level level of hats like I I wore so many hats during that those four years. And then funny enough, um, I was at a trade show doing some social marketing, where I was interviewing people's stations of why they were at the trade show. (laughs) And, and the company was outdoorsy. And the owner was like, Hey, I love what you're doing. Would you be interested in doing it for us and offered a job on the spot like that day to be like i want you to travel through like the us taking photos and posting what you're doing for that company but for us so that kind of kickstarted my photography kind of business even more to be like oh my god there's work in this like field yeah. i can travel and like get paid doing what i love and like kind of all joined together um, in a beautiful way And you uh, never
0: went to school to start photography. So this was like a self-taught thing or you learned it on YouTube or.
1: Yeah. Pure self-taught. I'm still learning every day. I mean, aren't we all, but self-taught. I got most of my education through other creators. And this is something I kind of teach other photographers as well too, is like, if you find someone that you really like their style and the way they're doing things or the way they're established as a business work for them for free to get your foot in the door, to learn everything they're doing, fast track your business as quickly as possible. Um, So I really, I'm self-taught photography, but I learned all my skills through other photographers.
0: Yeah. No, that's a great way to do it for sure. And something that I I always tell people is you got to find somebody that you look up to. And the best way to do it is find, find someone you look up to and see if you can work for them. And if you can't work for them, well then find somebody else that, that you look up to and just keep going down the list till you do. Right. So yeah one of those things where there. I'm I i I'm in school right now so a lot of people try to uh, do field placements and a lot of people get turned down right so I'm always yeah. like well like, if you get turned down like you just have to keep going right you just you can't just stop and say oh, I'm not going to be a photographer anymore if somebody says no to you you just keep going on right so yeah I feel like that's a hard
1: hard thing to do as like as you're you're learning your education or your craft as well too is like you hope it's an easy route for your, your business, right? Like where you're at right now and learning and then reaching out to someone, you're expecting them to be like, yes, a hundred percent. I would love to take you on, but realistically that person has to give up their time for their business and doing whatever they do to teach you. So it has to be like, I think it has to be a mutual, like give and take in that relationship that if I were to hire a student or have a student work for me, I would be like, okay, what can you realistically do for my business that can help me that I can teach you more things? Because if you take one thing off my plate, I'll give you 10 more things that will benefit you in, in the long run.
0: Wow. What great advice that is. And I think that that's something that probably gets lost in a lot of people as they approach photographers to work with them is it's not so much about what I'm going to get back. It's how can you help them? Right? Yeah. What a lot of people are looking for. Cool. So, uh, so what do you specialize in, would you say, creatively with your <laughs> photography and stuff? Is there one specific niche that you're in or is there a few? No. Yeah. You
1: know what? Um, it's I'm sure you've heard this too. If you niche down, you'll be way more successful. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And that was complete opposite to
0: me. The, the, the thing nobody I'm, wants
1: to do. <laughs> I'm so scatterbrained as well too, is like, I love the challenge of starting something new that my business is probably all are around the creative space. So I have a marketing agency, I have a photography commercial business, and then I also teach and educate photographers or videographers how to establish themselves throughout like a creative business. Um, But I think it all kind of translates in some way and it does a full circle if I think about my businesses. So it's kind of hard to say I do one thing, it's I'm passionate about the creative space and my businesses are in them pretty yeah.
0: much. No, that's a great way to say it for sure. Uh, do you have struggles as a creator? Do you have things that you've, do you working on right now personally? Is there things oh, yeah. you've struggled with in the past? Anything I that mean, sticks out to you you'd like to share?
1: You know what? I'll, I'll hit it. I'll hit two, two, um, two roadblocks that were really big in my life. Um, probably when I first quit that job back in 2019 to, to explore the full-time world of being a photographer. I actually had Bell Palsy and Bell Palsy came to me because of stress and buildup of stress of my face, my nerves shut down, my left side went completely weak. It was basically a stroke for, kind of how my doctor explained it, it's a stroke for young people with overstressing and over doing things too much. Yeah. Um, which was a big shocker to me because I moved so quickly and I like the fast pace of things. Um, so, you know, leaving that job, I had to leave it because I wanted to pursue a new career in freelance. Um, but it led me to be like, Oh, I'm ready for this. I know I'm ready for this. This is my time to do it because I know I'm impacting my body, which if everything internally doesn't survive, I can't do what I really love. Yeah. Um, so that was a big impact for me. Bell palsy hit me in 2019. It was a shocker. I didn't know that could even happen to people at a young age specifically. Um, and then, you know what, I think I struggle in general to keep focus um, because of, you know, my brain moves so quick. And I think I have the ADHD level of like, I have significant amounts of work to do. And and I don't prioritize my time enough. Um, so that's what the planner at the beginning. What you mentioned, like my go-to planner. For anyone's listening or watching, like I literally have it in front of me to make sure I have notes written to ask you questions or to remember things. But um, you know, I think as a as a photographer, as a freelancer, as a business owner, we have so many hats to wear that we can't really focus on everything and we should delegate tasks to only three tasks a day or something like that to stay focused. So I'm always learning how to prioritize my time by time blocking or creating tasks or a task planner or an organization. But um, over time, it's just very hard for me to understand where my business is until the end of the year.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. That's great advice though. For, any creators though, is you got to prioritize yourself. And I run into the same issues myself. Like sometimes you just feel like you're so scattered brain and it takes, it takes the time. You got to take the time to just slow down and prioritize Mm. your time a lot better. And something I need to work on for sure. So uh, cool. So it looks like you have an injury and you're back in the gym trying to rehabilitate yourself. Are you able to talk about that at all? Or. Of course. I mean,
1: Everything is a sign to, to everything I've done to pivot my business, which is extremely weird. And I don't hope this on anyone, but like <laughs> Bell Palsy made me pivot.
0: Yeah. Hey.
1: I, I ruptured my Achilles this year. I ruptured my Achilles twice this year, um, which, um, yeah, which was a deep, dark hole of an injury. Um, the struggle is is definitely real. I I live through it every day still, and it's almost been a year since February, Um, and I'm progressing, which is fantastic, but, um, my injury with the Achilles tendon has, has pivoted my business again, because I couldn't shoot for four to five months. I was, I was rolling around or using crutches. And as my business runs, my clients are running their business. They need photos, they need things. So this whole year was about creating a foundation around outsourcing my work, um, which i didn't think was possible to have profit margins until i you know was on the couch for so many months being like how do i make this work yeah how do yeah. i work from on the couch while people work kind of for me or i help them out by giving them work um so the achilles tendon yeah it was crazy Rob, to be honest it was a crazy time it's was still it? a crazy time <laughs> um but the real head was, shaker, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't wish that on anyone or no. twice to be honest. But, um, the pivot was really, really cool to witness as I created another stream of income running a mastermind program, which was called Weddings to Brands, which is now Clarity for Creators. Um, and that was really cool to see that if I had downtime, which I did, I could really streamline another business and and another revenue stream, um, that I didn't see was possible. So it's kind of a blessing. (laughs) It's a bad curse, but a blessing, uh, to keep getting injuries and having to pivot so many times in my career. Um, but it only makes me stronger at this point.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, that's fantastic. Another great piece of advice. And, uh, so do you want to talk about COVID at all or can we just finally move past that or was COVID tough for you or was it basically around, it was around the same time, I guess, right? Uh, Almost, yeah, a year, I would say a year prior to um, COVID was,
1: I know most people may shake their head was, was almost like a, like another blessing, to be honest, we doubled, my wife and I doubled down on a few things for business. Um, It was, it was extremely hard times, but we we thought of the marketing company during the pandemic because we saw so many local brands to us and companies struggle to say, hey, we don't have a website. We can't sell products. Hey, we don't have photography. We can't sell products. Hey, we don't have a social strategy. We we really don't know what we're doing. So um, during the pandemic, Mossy Media Marketing was created to help local brands stay online and help their business survive during the pandemic which was um it made us feel really good um and it really helped a lot of local brands stay alive during that time um so the pandemic again was like it was the worst times sure but we doubled down and thought of it as a business strategy to kind of excel our businesses a lot more um, in
0: a different way well good for you that's very a positive way to look at a bit of a darker situation for sure. So that's cool. So sounds like you got a lot going on. You got the new podcast, the creator mastermind program, the creator journal. Is there anything else we should know about what's going on with Rob these days for 2023 or any big goals that you have moving into the future? Uh, You know what?
1: My biggest goals are definitely set for my mental and my physical. Um, They're not even set. Most of my goals, if I look back at them, even in the book, like financial goals are there. They've been set from last year. I'm not even I'm not even trying to make more money than what I did last year. I'm just trying to to better my life and kind of get my mental as strong as possible, get my physical as strong as possible. And my biggest goal is is literally to like climb mountains or be able to run up mountains. And that is that's it for me. That is like my biggest goal. Um, and I, I see it. It's so freaking close. I see like in the next four months, that is my like next thing I'm going to be running up a mountain. Someone's going to be documenting it. And I'm going to be saying, if you have an Achilles tendon rupture, you can still do it. It's okay. So like, to be honest, that that's it. Like my goal is to, to get to the top of a mountain, run up the top of a mountain, which is kind of similar to, I guess, my businesses to help as many people run with me up a mountain. And I think that is kind of how that great balance is. I want to help more people this year. Um, So that's a big focus for myself. But yeah, like I said, my mental, my physical is my most important this year.
0: Cool, man. That's so inspiring. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck. I know you're going to do it. You're going to probably kill it more than you could even imagine. I love I just love how on fire you are man and I'm on fire yeah, for you and you. I appreciate it's just it. It's so exciting. I'm excited for your future man and I just Rob I really appreciate you being my first guest. I I can't explain enough to you how much it means to me to have somebody reach out and say, you know, I'll be on, I'll be on your podcast, you know. It's just it's very yeah. it's a very cool feeling um so just so everybody knows you can uh reach out to rob anytime it's uh it's rob Anzit, so it's r-o-b-a-n-z-i-t at gmail.com or he's at rob Anzit on instagram uh all social yeah, platforms
1: yeah all social platforms. platforms
0: are you even on the ticker talk i calls it the ticker the ticker
1: oh yeah i think i post more on tiktok than i do instagram um, okay i have a like a I have a different world on TikTok, which oh, is I'm gonna be looking you up right after this interview, man. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a little more shocking to be honest. I I think I'm more transparent okay. when it comes to my business on TikTok, just because um it's it's two different worlds, I feel like Instagram and TikTok are totally different worlds and um there's a lot more there's less there's less visibility on Instagram than there is TikTok. I feel like more people are open to talk and ask questions on TikTok than Instagram.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. And I maybe should explore that a bit more myself. I find myself do, I uh, am a bit more reserved on, on the ticker. I call it, I don't know why. It's just, I post the same videos to both platforms. Right. And I should probably open myself up a bit more.
1: So. Yeah. Uh, question for you. If I can ask if we still have time. Yeah, for sure. Um, What are you most excited about for the new year?
0: Oh, for the new year for myself, it's going to have to be graduation. So I started photography school uh, two almost two years ago now. So which was a big transition from leaving the army that was uh, would have been six years after I left the army when I started the school. So it's been a long journey. It's been a long two years because half of it was through COVID. So a lot of mm-hmm. it was online and stuff and hitting the streets to take photos and everything. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to graduating and just uh, just kind of starting my business. I'm kind of starting from zero right, right in June, basically. I, I kind of consider it right now because I'm trying to hit the ground running and kind of get things going like this podcast. And obviously I have my YouTube channel coming up and stuff. So I'm going to try and stay a little bit more on the online world as, as I build my uh, clientele for sure. But uh, yeah, that's about it for me is to just grind out another year for sure.
1: Always excited to see what you're putting out. I mean, I love your balance between your life in general to say like, stay healthy, keep your mind focused. And then your business is like, I I think you're gonna create an awesome community of people that wanna see you grow mentally and like your business to grow. So I'm super excited for you.
0: Well, yeah, thanks so much. And i guess I'll just uh, announce it now while you're on the show is I'm going to start doing uh, monthly meetings is something I'm looking forward to okay. here on the creator cup. So uh, anybody can sign out and come out we'll have breakout rooms and share some cups of Joe together. Right. And just kind of vibe out together in our offices and work together and, and see what we can come up with. So that's mm-hmm. something everybody can look forward into the future and uh, anything else from you, Rob, just before we, we let the guests go here <laughs> no if, if anything
1: how i end things is you got this homie so whoever is listening no matter what wherever you are uh in your business or what you're doing in life just know there's someone else that can always help you uh, you're not alone in this industry um so like i said you got this homie whatever you can whatever your mind can think of you can do
0: And I think I'll leave everybody with that. That's great advice. And thanks so much, Rob, for being here. Thanks, everybody, for watching. If you took the time, uh, just do me one more favor and hit that subscribe button. Go leave this podcast a review, and we'll see you next time. Blue skies and soft landings. Cheers, everyone.